Hello, and welcome to The Illustrious Programmer, a learning how to program podcast brought to you by Hacker Public Radio. This is The Alchemantist, and I will be your host for The Illustrious Programmer. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Illustrious Programmer. This is the Alchemantist. In today's episode we're going to cover some notes, we're going to review your homework, you're going to learn some about variables, and you're going to get some new homework. Um, so step number one, text editors. Uh, I've learned that people who use Microsoft Windows XP are unfamiliar with the concept of a text editor. And uh, being as Illustrious Programmer is to be a basic, basic programming thing, um, we need to cover text editors. Uh, when you're programming, you don't want any of those extra little formatting characters that things like OpenOffice and Microsoft Word add in. They're very, very useful if you're doing uh, a research paper where you need to have italics and bold and underlined, but they're very, very bad when you're trying to do a computer program because your programming translator sees all of those extra uh, formatting things as extra characters and gets confused. So you need a text editor. Now there's two different kinds of text editors on XP. Uh, one is just your basic notepad or wordpad document and uh, you can save it as a text file. Uh, remember quote file name.py end quote to make sure you don't uh, save it as something else like a .txt won't work correctly. Uh, my preferred text editor and it is available for Microsoft Windows XP is again Skite, S-C-I-T-E, and that's that's freely available. Now as a note on my plan for the illustrious programmer, um, if there's something that is fairly obvious and also not um, a big deal for computer programming, I'm not going to cover it, especially if it's in the book. Um, so things like plus, minus, multiplication, etc. Uh, it, it's in the book. It's very clear in the book. I'm not going to spend a lot of time explaining it. Um, next note, running Python in Windows. Uh, you need to add the, the line raw underscore input at the end of your program. Now, what happens is if you're running a Python program, it's going to flash on the screen. And the reason it flashes is it, it processes it. It says, I'm done processing, and Windows, Windows uh, stops that window from existing it kind of it's called killing the window so windows kills that window um, if you add the line raw input at the end of your program it'll wait for input uh, and you're just going to be able to hit enter at the end of that program and it'll uh, close out the window so you can see the results so the the command is raw underscore input raw underscore input left parenthesis right parenthesis now the underscore character is that one that's on the same key as the minus character. If you hit shift and then minus, it'll come up with that underscore in most keyboards. Final note is that we are following along with the um, Alan Downey book, Think Python, and that can be found at http colon slash slash www.greenteapress.com slash thinkpython slash thinkpython.html. Um, now your homework you've discovered that you've got quite a really nifty calculator there. Uh, just to kind of review, uh, 
10 kilometers equals 10 divided by 1.61. And we remember from the last lesson that there are 1.61 kilometers in a mile. So that yields the total number of miles. Then you would just divide your total time by your total number of miles and you would get your average time per mile, which is 7.0035 minutes or really seven minutes when you round it up to your points of accuracy. Then you need to transfer your retirement hours. So you just take your total time and divide it by 60 because we don't need uh, minutes or anything. We just need your decimal and that's fine. Then miles divided by time in hours equals your miles per hour ends up being 8.56714499893. And uh, you can round that again to points of accuracy to 8.6 miles an hour, roughly eight and a half miles an hour. Um, there's some other ways to do this with Python, uh, a little bit easier instead of plugging in the number every time. We're going to learn about that today. Okay, a variable is a container um, that represents something. Now, I hesitate to use the word container because container means something else, but uh, think of it as like a bucket uh, that you have stuff in. Now, Bob is a tomato. So what you're going to do is you're going to type Bob space equals space, quotation mark, I am a tomato, end quote. Okay, and then hit enter, and you'll notice that there is no output on the command line there. It's just blank output. Everything you've done up till now has given you uh, output on that line. Now type print space Bob, and hit enter, and you're going to see I am a tomato. So it lets you know that Bob is I am a tomato. Pretty neat, huh? So... We're going to break this down a little bit. Bob is your variable, and I am a tomato is the value of that variable. A value is the right-hand side of a variable assignment. So you're going to assign a value to that variable. Pretty neat, huh? Now, all values have a type, uh, just like you have you know, tall people, short people, skinny people, fat people. And those are the types of people, uh, friendly people, mean people, so on and so forth. Variables all have a type. And that helps the computer to identify what it should be able to do with those. Um, we're going to talk about three types right now. The first type is a string. And that's what you created when you said, I am a tomato. Bob equals I am a tomato is a string. Uh, string stands for uh, a string of characters. So characters all strung together. Uh, sentences, words, and that kind of thing can be considered within Python a string. Now numbers can either be an integer or a float. An integer is, as you're going to remember from math class, a whole number, one, two, three, four, five, so on and so forth. A float is a number that can have a decimal. So um, we're going to continue on. We're going to work with some more variables here. Uh, number space equals 87. Again, Notice there's no output. Type print number, and uh, 87 is going to pop up. Now, is that an integer or a float? Well, you obviously know that it's an integer. But how can you be positively, absolutely, 100% sure? Well, you're going to use a command called the type command, T-Y-P-E. And it goes like this. T-Y-P-E space left parenthesis number right parenthesis. Now, when I say number, I'm saying to type out the word number. So um, where we did before number equals 87, you're going to type in number right there, the same exact variable name. 
Um, and it says, bloop. It's an integer. Cool, huh? Now you're going to change number. You're going to say number equals 87.0. Use the type command again exactly the same way. And you're going to s discover that number has become a float. Pretty neat, huh? Now finally, you're going to type number equals left quote 87.0 right quote enter. Now run that type command again. What happened? Did you see that? It became a string. The reason it became a string is because of the quotation marks. You have to be very, very careful of this um, because the, the program only knows what it's told. When you're working with a programming language, Python or uh, C or any kind of programming language, the computer only knows what you tell it. So if you tell the computer that this is 87, it's going to, Python's going to say, oh, that's an integer. You told me it's an integer. If you say it's 87.0, then it's going to say, oh, that's a float. I know that. That's a float. Uh, but if you put quotation marks around it, no matter if it's a float or an integer, it's going to say, oh, this is a string, no matter what. Um, now, you, you think, well, that's kind of silly. Computers are stupid. Yeah, computers are stupid. They don't know anything more than you tell them. Um, now, a neat thing that is good but can cause some problems is that in Python, variables are like Johnny Depp, you know, the actor. Uh, people say that he can play any role. Uh, whether that's true or not, I don't know, but that's what they say. So you noticed before that number was an integer, then it was a float, and then finally it was a string. And the reason is Python just tries to figure out what you're trying to do. Uh, this is good in that you don't have to keep track of what those are, but it can be bad because sometimes it'll cause little uh, difficulties that are hard to track down. Now finally, before we, <clears throat> before we get going on, type print space 1 comma 0 0 0 comma 0 0 0. And before you hit enter, you think to yourself, well, that's 1 million. I know what that is. That's easy. But when you hit enter, it becomes 1 space 0 space 0 space. Or end line, rather. And the reason is <clears throat> those commas. When you put a comma in a number in Python or any programming language, it treats it differently. Python assumes that those are three separate numbers that you're trying to put into the computer. So be very, very careful. Format your numbers without extra things like commas or extraneous little little punctuation. Uh, if it's a decimal or you want it to be a float, put that decimal point in there. If you want it to be an integer, keep the decimal point out of it, and so on and so forth. Um, so when you're typing that one million with the comma separated uh, zeros, you're telling it that you want it to print three separate things. Now finally, your homework for this, this episode is to redo the assignment from the last chapter using the variables time, miles, and temporary. Um, <clears throat> so for time, time's fairly easy. What you can do is you can say time equals and then put in the the amount of time um, and then you can do miles equals that whole equation from before remember so 
miles equals 10 divided by 1.61. Now when you do that, I want you to type print miles to see what it does. Does it produce an integer or does it produce a float? Experiment. Make sure, see if you can get it to produce an integer. See if you can get it to produce a float. Um, and play with that. Repeat that homework assignment from the previous uh, episode. Make sure you get all of the same results that you did last time. And then um, make sure that you can explain why it was an integer or why it was a float. Sometimes if you have uh, points of accuracy, that can help you to understand the whole process. Okay, well this is the Elkimantis signing off. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.